Welcome to My Money Reset, where a recovering financial advisor and a money behavior coach will teach you to change the way you think about money. Hi, I'm your hostess, Chantalee, and I invite you to prepare yourself to reset your money mindset. Let's get started. Well, hello, and welcome back to MyMoneyReset.com podcast. This is episode number four. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to become unstuck. The first three episodes, I laid the foundation for how to change your money mindset. And one of the things we have to first change is to become unstuck. Because you are stuck in a vicious cycle. And some of those cycles be, maybe you have some inertia. You don't want to move. You don't know how to move. Maybe you don't have any options or you feel you have no options. You're stuck in a job. You've got what, what is called the golden cufflinks meaning that you've got bills to pay. This is making you a lot of money. Uh, It's paying the bills and you really feel like you have no options. And the other way we feel stuck is by our habits. These habits, this is where your spending comes in. This is where um, overspending comes in because there's spending You just spend on your regular things and you never go into debt. And then there's overspending going into debt. And that's just a really bad habit to get into. So looking at these three reasons why you may be stuck or feeling stuck with your money, let's start by talking about how we get unstuck. So first we're going to talk about inertia. Inertia is when you feel like you just have no energy, you have no motivation, you have no reason to live per se, or you feel like you have no reason to live. You feel like you're on Groundhog Day. This is a classic Groundhog Day where every day just runs into one another. You're in the same Um, routine every day. Um, This is when you come home after work and you flop on the couch and you just start watching Netflix and you can't seem to break that habit. This is when um, your automatic subconscious takes over and you just can't seem to break this inertia that you're in. You have no motivation to change anything. You, change just really seems hard to you at the time. That's what, so to get that unstuck, you have to do something. You have to act. Sitting on the couch and visualizing something is just going to add to the inertia. So what you have to do then is you have to think of where you are and where you want to go. So if it's that you don't like the routine that you're in, well, you got to change your routine. So this could be something 
as simple as waking up earlier and maybe um, doing some jumping jacks. This could be something as simple as changing your way to work. If you drive, take a different route. Uh, this could be something as simple as changing what you eat. If you are somebody who eats out all the time, try cooking at home. So you've got to change your routine. There's just no two ways about it. And it doesn't have to be big. It'd be very, very small. It could be, and actually that's part of um, when you join in, you get the 10-day the challenge. And that is that you promise yourself for 10 days, you do one thing different. Um, and because that's, that's what you need to shake things up. Just that one thing that could be even another example is brushing your teeth with your opposite hand because you're telling your brain something's different here. Oh, we better pay attention. Something's different. If you sleep in a warm room, try sleeping in a cold room. Um, if you watch Netflix, try not watching Netflix. So it doesn't have to be something mind blowing or put a timer on when you watch Netflix, but you have to do something to break the inertia, to break that groundhog day. If for example, Friday after work, um, you go for a drink, try going for a walk instead. Um, or if on Saturday, um, you just choose to, that's your clean the house day, uh, change the music that you listen to when you change the house. But you have to do something. And the best way is to do, pick one small thing. So let's say it's a, I'm driving a different way to work today, uh, even by a block or two, because you're triggering your brain that something's different. Um, do that for 10 days. For 10 days, try a different way to work. Then after 10 days, change something else, right? Because if you do something like, ah, oh, I'm going to the gym and I'm going to exercise an hour every day, that's not going to last long. That's that your, your brain's going to go, no, no, I've had enough of this. So, cause remember your brain is always in charge. You think you are, but it's your brain. So if you do these small increments every 10 days, you'll find that the inertia uh, will start to change. Also, I don't know when you're listening to this podcast, but right now we're almost at the end of February. We're going to start to go into spring where, so if you're feeling stuck with the inertia, soon it's going to be nice enough to go outside. Soon it'll be nice enough instead of um, uh, watching TV, go for a walk, go for a 10 minute walk. Um, you know, just get outside, plant some flowers. If you don't garden, maybe there's another thing you can do, buy a, a small pot and put a few flowers in it and do some, do some gardening. So spring is coming. So start to think of some ideas, some things that would just change your life a little bit, just enough to make your brain interested in changing some more. Our next one is where we think we're, we're stopped we're stuck is we don't think we have any options. We don't th we think we've got the golden handcuffs. We think we, there's no other jobs out there for us. Um, we think that, you know, we, we've peaked at our career. 
Uh, we think times are tough out there. We think, you know, at least we have this job. So that's another way you can get stuck is by thinking you have no options. Well, you do have options because you always have a choice. You always have a choice. But sometimes the choice that you want to make is domino effects, other choices. So let's just say we are in our golden handcuffs because that's where I find most people are. Uh, they're making really great money, but they've earmarked all that money. So how do you get stuck, unstuck from this job that you feel like you, you, you can't, you can't quit it. There's no other work around that pays the same amount. Well, why don't we start by actually looking online at jobs? Look at uh, Indeed. Um, look, go to some of the bigger ones. Uh, you don't have to apply for any. You can just start looking for them and just see if if you're right or wrong. Maybe you do have options, but you just haven't never, you haven't taken the time to look. Another way you can um, activate your options is to think about, okay, let's make a decision. So we make a decision. Uh, number one is to quit. Well, what's going to happen from there? What What's going to happen there? Are we going to lose our house? Are we going to not be able to pay our bills? Um, will we lose our benefits? Will we lose, will that be look bad on our career? So you can see how then you think, well, I've got these golden we handcuffs, but let's back that up. Well, what if you do quit? Well, maybe you'll get a bit of a payout through your retirement. Uh, it's called 401 in the States in Canada's RSPs. So maybe you have some of that money that you can live off of for a while. Um, maybe if some of the reasons to leave are stress related, uh, maybe you'll be able to go on a medical leave, although I don't recommend this. But if, if your stress levels are so extreme that it's affecting your health, then absolutely that's an option. What about a decision to um, take that time off, but maybe start a business that you've always wanted to? Um, so you're only off for a month or so, and you find an online business that within 30 days, uh, you're making some money, for example, through affiliate marketing. Now that is absolutely has happened. So, you know, that might not be an option to you right now, but that it might be an option for some people. So as you can see what you think your decisions are, it's because you're blocked in and you aren't thinking outside the box what could happen. Another option you may have is to put yourself on a timeline. Within six months, I'm quitting this job. So in the next six months, I've got to look at my budget. Where can I cut out? Uh, maybe can I move to uh, somewhere that doesn't cost as much? Uh, can I sell some items? Uh, can I take a course and completely change my uh, my career? Um, for example, if you're a nurse... Uh, maybe you could take a course and now you become an operating room 
nurse or I, I mean, I have no idea, but that's what I mean. So me, you know, where if you don't want to actually leave your industry, maybe you can take a management course. So to learn to be a manager and get that other promotion going up. So put yourself on a timeline within six months. I'm changing this job. Now, here's the thing with the timeline, though. You have to act. You can't just say, I'm going to do something and then not do it, because then you're telling your brain, well, obviously, this isn't that bad. You have to act. So whether if you tell your brain, I'm giving myself six months, and you start to look at your budget, you're telling your brain, this guy's serious. Or if you start looking at other places to move to, you're telling your brain, this guy's serious. We better pay attention here. There's going to be something changing. If you start selling some of your items, so you create some savings to live off of while you're doing this transaction, you're telling your brain, wow, we better get working on this because there's some big changes coming. That's how you become unstuck. You start looking at the what if. What if I did quit? Okay, I can't pay my rent. Well, could I find somewhere? What if I did quit? Well, I would get that 401. And I'm not saying that you would need to cash in that 401. It just gives you a little bit more comfort knowing that if something happened, uh, you've got a little bit of money. So that's how you look at your options. It's what if, make some decisions. Now, if I decide A, what's going to happen to B, what's going to happen to C, what's okay, we get to C, what about option one, option two, option three. So just even knowing that there are other options, because sometimes when we're stuck, when we think we're stuck with our options, um, we don't take the time to look. And that's, that's with not necessarily your money or your job. That's with everything and anything. Um, you know, you're, you're not a tree. You can move, you can change, you can make other decisions. So you're never stuck with your options. What you are stuck on is being able to look at the different choices that you have when you do make a decision. And our last one that we are usually feel we're stuck and we need to uh, get unstuck is our habits. Now, our habits are a little bit different than inertia because habits are actually things that you do, whereas inertia are things that you don't do. Inertia is when you, you let your brain just take over, but your habits are things that you have, you have uh, some kind of action. For example, smoking. Smoking isn't inertia. It's a habit. Overeating. Overeating isn't inertia. It's a habit. Um, so if you feel like you're stuck, the way to get unstuck is to look at your habits, especially your bad habits. And then how can you change those bad habits? Um, if you're feeling like you're stuck, for example, with your weight, um, can you, instead of your habit of no exercise, can you add 10 minutes a day, extra walk? Maybe you park a little bit further. Um, maybe in your, in your, when you eat, you eat your protein first and then your vegetables and then your carbs. So by the time you get to your carbs, you're fuller. That's not diet advice. I'm just showing you different things you can do with your habits. 
Um, if you eat out at a lot of restaurants, can you order um, salad instead of fries? So those are all little things that how you can feel unstuck. So if you feel stuck with overspending, can you just, well, right now, not a lot of people are going to the malls. Can you, for example, um, delete and unsubscribe to all those newsletters that sell you stuff? There's one thing you can do. Stop reading sale emails. Um, if you're in a habit of overspending to get in debt, you can you um, read a book about how to get out of debt? That's all you have to do is read a book because you're telling your brain, I understand this is a habit and I want to change it. Can you just not go shopping? Can you actually, here's a big one for people who are overspending, Instagram. It's all full of pretty pictures of things that people have and these lifestyles that they have. And um, you just, you know, if you want to, you see a new purse and you, you know, you just have to have this purse. If you never saw that purse, you wouldn't know that you wanted it because you don't need it. So to get, you know, to stop looking at Instagram, because just looking at Instagram, believe it or not, is just a habit. Um, so instead of looking at Instagram, go on a walk, do some jumping jacks, do something where you can't have that phone in your hand going through Instagram. I would say that with most social media, social media is a big FOMO, fear of missing out. Um, so you see a couple and they're on a beautiful Caribbean holiday and you figure, oh, here's a deal to Mexico and you throw it on your credit card. Well, if you never saw them in the Caribbean, you may not have even thought about looking at Mexico trips. So in that case, you have to look at your habits, your bad habits. Um, if you're eating a donut at your coffee break twice a day, well, maybe only one coffee break you have a one donut and the other one you have an apple. Or maybe you actually go shopping and buy real food and bring it to work with you. So that's, you know, if you're really feeling stuck, you have to look at your habits. One right now that we're dealing a lot with is the habit of not dressing. Not dressing in the sense that we're all working from home and we put on a pair of, of uh, Lulu's and we put on a big sweatshirt and we put our hair up in a bun or men maybe not shave. They got their old sweatpants on and their hockey shirt. And, uh, and that's a really bad habit to get into because that gets, that really makes you feel stuck because now you feel stuck. Like, um, you just, it just, you just don't feel good when you dress like that. You just don't feel like you want to move your life forward. You feel like you're in your pajamas all the time. Like you haven't gotten out of bed. So that's a terrible habit. Most of us have gotten into versus you think a year or so ago, you know, you'd get up and you'd get showered and you'd do your hair nice. You put on your makeup, you get dressed for the day. 
and just think about how much better you felt. So a habit of not dressing, that's an easy habit to change. I want you, if you're in the habit of, if you're working at home for 10 days, be dressed by a certain time, right? Because if you're working at home and who cares if you don't get dressed till 1030. So pick a certain time that you must be dressed by for 10 days. That's all. I'm not telling you what to get dressed into. The next 10 days, I want you ladies to put on makeup and men to shave just for 10 days and see how much better you feel. Like you're ready to face the day. So you're not feeling as stuck. So now let's say you're up by nine o'clock and you're dressed and you're ready for the day. Now, if you are working from home and you have obligations on Zoom with other colleagues, of course you're, you're dressed. So pick something else. Maybe, um, maybe you don't eat breakfast because you wait till your 10 o'clock break because you're at home so you can cook whatever you want. So maybe you choose to have breakfast before. What I'm trying to say is let's get back into a more normal life that we had and, and with our habits, right? Because that's where a lot of the people are feeling really stuck right now. They feel like they're stuck at home. They feel like they're, you know, stuck uh, working from home. They're missing their colleagues. They're missing going out for lunch. So think of the things that you are missing and how the habits have replaced the things that you're missing and reverse engineer them. So if you're feeling stuck at home, go for a walk, 10 minute walk. Even if it's cold, put on a big, big jacket, go walk around the block. Um, you know, if it's raining, get an umbrella, but you just have to go out there and stretch your eyes, breathe some fresh air. Um, just go for a walk, get outside. If you're missing going out for lunch with your colleagues, go out for lunch. Go, even if it's a, go through the drive through um, at, you know, somewhere that they serve healthier meals or whatever. Um, yes, it's not the same as face-to-face -face with your colleagues, but go out, get out at lunchtime, go out for lunch, go out and, and feel like you're part of society. Now, and then another way, if you're missing visiting with your friends, make um, time that you all meet online. Let's say at, let's say it's Friday night at seven o'clock. You all have um, a glass of wine with you and a lot of the, like the Skype, the Zoom, all the webinar places now have, you can do group uh, meetings. Everybody get online. Even YouTube has, has group, group live, get online, have a drink, but actually look like turn the, turn your, your camera on so you can see other people's faces. They can see yours and you feel like you're socializing. Have somebody playing some pre-agree, have somebody playing some light music in the background. So you feel like you're at a party, uh, but pre-arrange this. And just do it. Like if you're missing, whatever you're missing, if you're missing your friends, then get online, get live, each have a drink that you're drinking and visiting, pretending you're at the pub. 
So yeah, it's not the same, but at least you're visiting, you're looking at somebody's face. Do not do this over text because you can't see somebody's face. Things are misrepresented over text. Do this live to live and not just one-on-one. Get a group, get some fun, tell some jokes, tell some stories. So discover what you're missing. Discover what habits are holding that back and then change those habits. So I hope this podcast helped you give you a few reasons um, why you are stuck, helped you understand how to get unstuck, and uh, just really helped you a lot. If it's helped you, please forward this podcast to a friend. Um, I greatly appreciate that. Don't forget to rate my podcast. Go to iTunes and uh, let me know what you think. Give it a star rating. Give some comments. And don't forget, every week I pull someone's name and the lucky winner will win an Amazon card. Uh, gift card for $25. And don't worry, once your name is in, it continues every week. I don't clear all the names out every week. So you just have to do it once, get it in there, and your name is in there for all the draws. So thank you very much again for for listening. If you want more, more information, please go to the website, mymoneyreset.com. And if you're interested in our monthly coaching package, are at mymoneyreset.com slash join. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a great week and uh, let me know what you think. Thank you. Bye now. Hey, are you ready to transform the way you think about money by transforming your money mindset, but you lack direction and support? If so, I'd like to invite you to my Money Reset monthly coaching program, an exclusive monthly membership where you'll create your own money mindset reset. I'll use various modalities and you'll learn powerful techniques that change your money habits, that elevate the quality of your money mindset and create everlasting wealth. Head on over to mymoneyreset.com slash join to learn more. I hope to see you there.